0: fourth-generation dairy farmer milking cows and making cheese on my small farm in Wisconsin
1: and I'm Matt Kinzera and I know next to nothing about farming but I'm on this food and farming adventure
0: gather with us around the farm table I started making cheese when I was 19. I was taught by a cheesemaker from Vermont on a farm in Virginia. Each make day started out the same. We'd get on our creamery whites and turn on the music. The cheesemaker taught me that it was important to always be in a good frame of mind when you're making cheese. You see, the milk will take on your thoughts and emotions throughout the process of the cheese making. What you put into it, you'll get out of it. This is something that we do 20 years later on my own dairy in Wisconsin. At the beginning of cheese making, my father and I dress in our creamery whites, head into the creamery, standing over the vat. We set our intentions for the day. We pour our love into our cheese, not just from the way we treat our cows, the way we treat our land, but also from the positivity that we bring into the creamery each time we make our raw milk Farmstead cheese.
1: Well, Inga, here we are on yet another podcast. We made it past Thanksgiving and it may have been The most unique Thanksgiving any of us will ever go through, but we made it, and hopefully it was wonderful for everyone. I know my Thanksgiving was special in its own way, but as soon as we get past Thanksgiving, we are looking Christmas straight in the eye. And I don't know about you, but when I think about Christmas, I obviously think about great cheese.
0: Oh, I think about great cheese all the time. It's my favorite thing to eat all year long. But Christmas feels like that time when you can kind of indulge a little bit more, maybe try some different sort of artisan cheeses that you've never tried before it's kind of the the time when I wait to order some maybe like a little bit pricier piece of cheese that I really want to enjoy and feel like it's a celebration so I am geared up I'm so excited for Christmas I'm so excited to put my cheese plate together can you tell like I just feel like I'm gonna jump out of my chair
1: Yes, this is exciting. It's exciting to hear how excited you are. And I think we all should be excited about cheese because it is something that's very special. And for you, Inga, the reason you're so excited about it, I guess one of the reasons I'll say that you're so excited about it is because you are entering into a brand new cheese making adventure. And let me tell you, the listeners out there, I was so fortunate a couple of weeks ago, my friend Inga gave me a hunk of cheese as a gift just in a bag, and I tore into it right when I got home, and it was some of the greatest tasting cheese I've ever eaten in my life.
0: Well, after that, I'm going to have to give you more, Matt. You're doing wonders for my (laughs) self-esteem.
1: It seems like I'm doing wonders for your self-esteem, but you were right. I'm actually just trying to get more free cheese.
0: (laughs) Well, we have a micro dairy rural wisconsin near osseo and i milk 7 jersey cows the Jersey cows are those really pretty cows that look like deer and have those lovely eyelashes and those smoky eye look going on. You know, you've seen, you've been out to the farm, you know them.
1: Yes, they are beautiful cows. These are the cows, if you don't know what Inga's talking about, these are the cows that show up in all of the pictures and posters and paintings that you'll see in the stores.
0: Right, right, exactly. And I just, I adore my cows. I was, you know, not being able to spend time with my family during the holidays was totally fine because I realized that my cows really are my family, you know, and they all have sort of these quirky personalities, right? So I just felt like I was at home. I didn't have like a, you know, a drunk uncle there just randomly uh, being crazy, but you know, (laughs) next year. We can always
1: arrange that. (laughs) Right.
0: So we decided to start making cheese on our small farm as a way to stay sustainable on the farm and really to showcase this beautiful Jersey milk that we have. My dad's a licensed cheesemaker. I'm actually apprenticing under him to become a licensed cheese maker. In Wisconsin, you need a license, where when I was making cheese on the East Coast, you didn't need a license. So I love that about Wisconsin, that their standards are a little bit higher. We really hold ourselves higher as a state, and that's why we're known
1: for really good cheese. Yes, Wisconsin and cheese go hand in hand, that is for sure. And again, cheese is a part of the holidays, and cheese not only tastes great, but I can speak about Inga's cheese and other great cheeses out there that they also just look so wonderful if you plate them right.
0: They really do. And it's just, it's so fun to like kind of mix and match and try different cheeses. And I will never forget the first time I went down to Madison after moving to Wisconsin. My parents said, we got to take you down. We're going to show you this beautiful cheese shop on the square. And it's right on the Capitol Square. So we walked in and it was just, oh, I felt like I had gone to Europe and heaven all at the same time. It was so neat with all these beautiful little artisan products of like little pots of jams and these beautiful cured meats and a huge case full of cheese. And every person I spoke with behind the counter was a huge wealth of knowledge about each individual cheese, who the cheesemakers were, what kind of cows they had. It was mind expanding. And every time I've gone back to Madison, which is quite a bit, I make sure to stop to Fromage Nation and talk to my friend Ken, who's not only a supporter of myself, but he's a supporter of all Wisconsin artisan cheesemakers.
1: That sounds amazing. And I can't speak for everyone, but I know I really enjoy when I can go into a store, especially if they're selling things that are unique to that area and I love the educational piece to it. I love learning more about what I'm purchasing so I'm really excited. I've never been to Formagenation but after hearing this interview and getting to meet Ken I am so excited the next time I'm down near Madison I'm going to go out of my way to make sure I check it out.
2: Formagenation opened in 2007. It was always my vision to kind of break away from the corporate world and open my own business, but the timing never was right until two years before opening Nation, I was a shoe buyer and I found myself on my travels spending more time in especially food stores and in sh- shoe stores. So I said, having lived in Madison for 15 years at the time, that I really wanted to create something in Madison that was very European in style with a lot of Wisconsin charm. And at that time, 13 years ago, there was not a cut-to-order cheese shop in Madison. So I really wanted to create something that really celebrated Wisconsin's rich tradition of cheesemaking and really bring to life a shop that would really engage the community.
0: How important was it to get to know the cheesemakers and their stories?
2: That was very important in developing the concept. Uh, As I started to get to know cheesemakers, I had lived in Madison for 15 years prior to open homogenation. And I lived in the downtown area. So I would go to the farmer's market every Saturday and I started to get to know these cheesemakers and hear their amazing stories. And what's unique about Wisconsin, as you know, Inga, cheesemaking goes back before Wisconsin was a state. So we've been making cheese for over 165 years. It's hard to believe. And there's a lot of rich traditions. A lot of our cheesemakers are fourth and fifth generations. And a lot of them are very small, like yourself, that are doing this because they want to keep the tradition alive and they really respect the land and how, how cheesemaking continues to be a big force in, in our economy. The stories are very important. That's what really makes us stand apart, is our staff takes great pride in getting to know our cheesemakers. We buy directly from most of our producers because we find a lot of value in making those phone calls weekly or visiting them on their farm. To hear what's going on, because like yourself, it's a very, it could be very isolating. Some of our cheesemakers are in some very remote areas. So they they want to know what customers are saying about their cheese. They want to hear from us and we want to hear from them. And every time I get off a phone call or after a visit with a cheesemaker, I learn so much and have so much pride that we are advocates for them. And everything we do is centered around promoting our small dairy farms and supporting Wisconsin's rich tradition.
0: The holidays are coming up and this is a time when folks love to
2: celebrate with cheese. Yeah, the holidays are a very exciting time for us because our cases are filled with all the special cheeses that you need to create that special moment around food and entertaining. So what we like to do is either on the phone or in person, we like to get to know your taste and preferences. So we always start by asking a series of questions. You know, what do you like? What flavors do you like? And then we take that information and really expand that to creating the perfect cheese board for holiday entertaining. Ideally, we like to uh, start with either a goat, a sheep, a cow's milk cheese, or we like to start with something soft, something hard, and something blue. It's like ordering coffee, Inga, When you go to a coffee shop, you can order your latte a million different ways. Well, there's so many different combinations that we can come up with that we really want to make it personal. So that when you're entertaining with your guests, you not only have all the accoutrements to put together a beautiful cheese board, you also have the stories behind it. We also like to expand by surprising people with something they never would have tried. So after we ask a series of questions, we get to know your flavor profiles, what you like, what you don't like. We always like to add that special touch of getting you to expand your cheese vision with something that really has that wow well factor. So it should never be intimidating. A lot of people think, you know, they look on Instagram and they see these perfect cheese boards. And to me, it's the art of of really personalizing it. So you can do it several different ways. You can leave the cheeses fully whole, and then you can have knives where people can cut, or you can create, uh, what we like to do is we like to create long wedges that are triangle in shape because we want you to taste from the core of that cheese all the way to the rind. And that's just one tip that we like to explain to people because a lot of people are used to cubing cheeses. And we find when you cube a cheese that especially has a natural rind, you miss all those flavor profiles that are in between. So not only does the cheese look good when it's cut in a triangle long shape, it also serves a purpose. So we provide some little tips that you can find on our website for holiday entertaining to really create that wow moment of entertaining.
0: Can you tell us, in your own words, why it's important for us to be shopping local?
2: One story that really resonates with me is Uplands, because at the time, in 2007, Mike and Carol Gingrich owned Uplands Cheese. In fact, Mike left the corporate world to start Uplands, and he had a vision of really looking at the unique pastures in Wisconsin and coming up with a model that was that was not really being done in a big way in Wisconsin. And that was really celebrating the farmstead cheese making tradition that they do so well in parts of France and Switzerland and all over Europe. So I visited Mike because I loved his cheese. I met Mike at a tasting and I tasted his cheese. And four years later, when I decided to leave the corporate world, I knocked on his door and I said, I'm Ken and I'm thinking about opening a cheese store in Madison. Do you have some time to talk to me? And he kind of like, you know, rolled his eyes like, okay, where's this guy coming from? But he was very gracious and gave me the time to hear my pitch. And what that did for me is what I found through this process, uh, working with our cheesemakers, they are such a humble group of people that just love what they do. And they care about the rich tradition of cheesemaking. And Mike and Carol were one of those couples that were so gracious early on to help me and introduce me to other cheesemakers. They let me visit their farm. They really gave me an appreciation to what goes into making farmstead cheeses. And similar to what you're doing, Inga, is you know it all starts with the land. And uplands goes to great lengths to make sure that the land, the pastures are wonderful so that those cows can rotationally graze and really taste all the flavors and, and nutrients that the earth provides. And I use them as a model because they were one of the first to really take this model and really uh, showcase what's great about Wisconsin. And it starts with the pastures, as you know. Then it starts with the cows. And then it starts with that quality milk. And Inga, we just tasted your cheese. And, you know, the staff, as soon as we cracked it open, we saw that bright yellow. And it's just like, wow, this is sunshine. And the reason for that, I was telling some of my newer cheese mongers, that it's the quality of the milk. When you see that bright sunshine, it's because you know this is a farmstead cheese and you can just see the brightness of the quality that the cows were grazing on. So that's what Uplands does so well. And they've won three best in shows over the years at the American Cheese Society. No other cheese in the country has won that kind of recognition three times. So all of our cheesemakers look to them as a model and they've done a lot to really elevate Wisconsin to what we are today.
0: COVID has affected so many small businesses this year. How has it
2: affected yours? It's been one of the most interesting journeys of my 13 years of homogenation. And, you know, when it first started in March, we kind of were in shock because our business pretty much during, especially in the spring and summer months, was pretty much brick and mortar based. Yes, we did business on, the, on our website, but that was pretty much holiday driven. So the first thing we did is we looked at what the CDC was asking us to do and we hunkered down and we followed all the guidelines, but we said we still need to be in business because we have customers that expect us to be in business and we also have employees that need an income. So we quickly pivoted and came up with a social distancing cheese kit. And that actually went viral, it was amazing. The community wanted to do everything they could to support small shops like ours. So they were gifting that all across the country. So that one item kept us going through March, April, and May. And then in May, we kind of reopened a soft opening where we still are in that, I would call phase one, where we only allow five people in our store, but our website business has really kept us going. So having other avenues as a small business that you can generate income is so important during these times because I know a lot of restaurants don't have that luxury. So we're trying to do everything we can to give back to our community and figure out ways that we can help each other and network and through social media get the word out so that it does continue to be shop small mentality because we want these businesses to to be around well after the virus is gone. The
0: holidays are looking different. We're staying at home. We're being responsible and safe. How are you going to be celebrating from a distance this year?
2: I've done several cheese tastings through Zoom, and I've done it with family members. Uh, So probably what I'll end up doing, Inga, is sending all my family a Rush Creek and probably St. Isidore and another Wisconsin cheese. And then we'll get on Zoom, and we'll celebrate with a glass of wine, and we'll taste the cheeses together so because I know I'm not going to be able to visit my family and Kyle's not going to be with his family it's important that we share food and the way we're going to do it this holiday is to send the cheese to them and then we can all enjoy it through modern technology it's important to celebrate these moments in time because I think it really brings back the importance of what life is all about and that is really bringing people together and uniting everyone for a common purpose of doing good for the world and the earth. And when we protect the environment, we protect our land. And when we give caring thoughts to each other, it really brings us together as a community.
0: There's no wrong way to put together a cheese plate. And often around the holiday season, the cheese plate is my favorite thing to eat. I will give you some tips, however. It is nice to have a few different varieties. This year on my table, I'll be having some of our St. Isidore's, along with some Uplands Pleasant Ridge Reserve, and my absolute favorite, Dunbarton Blue. The trick to tasting really good cheese is to take it out of the fridge and let it come to room temperature at least an hour before you plan on enjoying it. Maybe have some fun accompaniments, like some roasted nuts or even some different jams. Try a different glass of wine with each piece of cheese. See what that does to the palate. No matter how you decide to put together your cheese plate, I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. Because after all, who doesn't love cheese?
1: Well, Inga, thank you so much for doing that interview. That was so amazing, so informative. I am beyond excited to start digging into cheese more this holiday season and it just gives me so many ideas of how i can better celebrate the holidays this year by introducing different varieties of cheese around the table
0: right and i really hope that you guys give kind of call and just talk through some of those different cheeses it's really an experience to sample these different cheeses and to just have that experience of of knowing that farmer and knowing where this product comes from and just enjoying it too like i i this year at lake count i'm gonna send some cheese out to some family and friends and we can get together on the phone sit by our fireplaces you know in different states or whatever we're at
1: and just enjoy talking about the cheese and here's the thing inga and this is for all of the listeners You, like myself, really enjoy Around the Farm Table on the television. Now you're enjoying Around the Farm Table on this podcast. It just makes sense that you should enjoy Around the Farm Table cheese from Inga's farm right on your table this holiday season. So yes, support Ken, but also support Inga and this incredible cheese that she's making.
0: And you just got the job as my marketing professional.
1: That was the goal.
0: Well, Matt, I hope that you'll be celebrating this season with some delicious Wisconsin cheeses. And I hope that you all will be too. If you're looking for information about Fromage Nation, you can find it in our episode notes. If you'd like to visit us online, we're at Around the Farm Table on Instagram and Facebook. Please rate us and give us a review. And I hope you'll gather with us next time Around the Farm Table. I'm your host, Inga Witcher.
1: And I'm Matt Kinzera.